I mean, you know, this is San Francisco. We have like more pets than kids, that's, allegedly. That's true. And you love and your pets more than kids too. Yeah. Allegedly. Well, that, wait, what? No, the first part was right. The second part is suspect. I'm not. She said that, not me. Pets do not talk back to you, Alex. That's, um, that's the thing. Have you met my dogs? They definitely do. What's good, guys? Welcome to Startups of the Week, Season Two. I'm Natasha, and I'm here with Owen. Hey, everyone. And back with Alex. Hi, it's good to be back in the studio. This week, we'll tell you about a pet telemedicine service, a smart office technology company, and a men's wellness brand. Hey, everyone, it's Startups of the Week. We're starting off this week's podcast with Fuzzy, which is a pet telemedicine thing. Um, so basically, they offer care for dogs and cats, and you can text in a picture of your dog having a weird mole on his or her back, and you'll get a response within minutes. Owen, any thoughts on it? Well, this is this is a real thing. First of all, I love that telemedicine, which used to mean like, you know, super fancy Star Trek tricorders and <laughs> all of this equipment has now become, you know, basically texting on your smartphone. But it's it's the real way we communicate. Like for most things we need in our life, we do not go somewhere and talk to someone. You know, we try to do it on our phone if we possibly can. We're busy. Um, the, you know, the, the whole thing about going to a vet, I mean, I always take an Instagram photo of, uh, of my dog, Ramona, the love terrier at Ramona terrier on Instagram, <laughs> casual plug, casual plug, <laughs> um, because she, she has this like incredibly hilarious, but sad, stressed out look. I mean, she knows it's a vet. She knows like it's going to be this traumatic thing and she gets all worked up. Um, but you know, also it's expensive. And so you want to reserve that for like major, major stuff. If there were a way to pay, you know, I don't know, $10 and just like say, what is this mole on my dog? Literally, you know, Ramona is a supermodel. She's gorgeous, but she had a little kind of, you know, little uh, nub in on her cheek that I wanted to get checked out. And, you know, basically I, I called the SPCA and they were like, well, if it doesn't seem to be bothering her and it's not growing, then you, know, <laughs> you can probably leave it alone. But, you know, it would have been nice to just like show them what I was looking at. I feel like it's for pet owners that, you know, want to have like a constant person to be like, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. And the service is open from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. So essentially anytime you're awake and your dog's up, yeah. it's available to you so you can kind of check in. Oh, that, that was the other thing. No shade on the SPCA, but I wanted to make an appointment and it was two weeks out. Two and weeks? Yeah. Two weeks is a long time. I mean, you know, this is San Francisco. We have like more pets than kids, that's, allegedly. That's true. And you love I, your pets more than kids too. Yeah. Well, that, wait. What? No, the first part was right. The second part is suspect. I'm not. She said that, not me. Pets do not talk back to you, Alex. That's, um, that's the thing. Have you met my dogs? They definitely do. Oh, so you're a pet owner too? Well, my well, yes. Well, my fiance has two dogs. Okay. So I actually just took them to the vet about a month ago and learned how much fun it is to give the vet all of your money. Uh, which is why this caught my eye because I was like, oh, yes, I now get why this matters because I didn't realize how much I cared about those dogs. But whenever they have anything weird about them, I'm, I freak out. You, I'm so like, wait, what, Alex, we must fix this now. Yeah. So, Alex, you are a step for dad? Um, no, I think I'm just now a puppy dad because we're getting married. So, like, I think I'm kind of being brought into the family, if you well, will. Well, thank goodness you're, you know, you're, you're making your fur children legal. Yeah, well, you know, given all, well, there's a lot of jokes that I'm not going to make. Um, but critically, though, how because is this? Because this is a family podcast. It is a family podcast. I try to respect that with my lack of profanity and good vibes. Um, here's a question, though. How is it so cheap? 
I don't know. That, that, that worries me a little bit. I want to pay the right amount of money and not more, but $10 feels a bit inexpensive. I, I suspect that I suspect that over time, you know, what they find is that a lot of the same questions repeat. Yeah. They say and, that. you know, you're probably going to find that those are either answered by a bot or, you know, someone like someone below a vet level is basically following a script and, sent, you know, saying, you know, this is this is nothing to worry about for like the non-critical stuff. And, you know, and then you'll have like a second tier and a third tier and of, you know, of escalation and only the, you know, really worrisome stuff get, even gets escalated to a vet. Right. Yeah. I talked to the fuzzy team and they basically said that about 80% of their questions are like these like set questions that people ask that every dog owner asks. So they've been really efficient at getting it back. And I double checked them with one of their um, customers um, who have this brand called Bulldog and Bourbon, which is half the reason why I reached out to them. Cause I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So they have a bulldog named Zoe and they said that whenever, you know, whenever Zoe has any looks like looks a little off, they can get a response within minutes, which is really interesting. And they trust it. That, that was my last question about this is, you know, you have to put a lot of faith in the hands of a service that you're texting. And I think, you know, for me, that's, that's a little weird. But I think if I was, you know, if I was 10 years younger, I bet that would seem very natural to me. I bet there's probably a generational shift in who's going to like this service versus who won't. Because some people are probably like, well, I've known my vet for 35 years. He's met all my pets or she. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's going to be probably a bit of a step to get people to use this. But lower price, more convenient, that tends to shift the market. And Zoe, um, the bulldog, she, <laughs> Zoe the bulldog. Zoe, our friend. <laughs> she goes to the vet, like the Fuzzy also has an in-person service. So they go twice a year to the in-person service to like, I guess to like pulse check and make sure the vet's a person. You said, some things you can't do via text. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you really, you know, you kind of need to, to feel the musculature of the dog and like, you know, if it's a bump, you know, like actually touching it, is it hard? Is it, you know, um, how does it present? That's, that's all stuff you can only do in person until we get robots that will like send tactile feedback. Over no, the internet. no, we don't, we don't want that. Don't Whoever's want listening, it. whoever evil robot maker is listening, do not do that. <laughs> I don't want robots with tactile feedback coming to my house. <laughs> that just, there's many things that could go wrong there and none of which sound appealing to me. Well, our next company <laughs> moving, moving on. Our <laughs> next company um, is called Comfy, and it was acquired by Simons. Um, is, is it just me, or is it a little hot in this office? Oh. It, it is. Oh, is that a joke, or are you actually? Over, well, over now here? I can insert an explanation of what Comfy is. There you go. So if King walks into this room right now and he's like, "There's three annoying people coming in who have a very picky requirement for the temperature of their podcast room," he can open his Comfy app on his smartphone phone and change the temperature. Change the lighting and reserve the room to begin with so it's kind of this localized service where you can like reserve rooms and do all that fun stuff the spokesperson described it as a mix between google home alexa and nest oh okay i know all three of those products for your office for your office and they said it works with open offices too is there a slack bot I don't like. Can you can you can you lower the temperature in your office via Slack? Via I Slack. think an app is enough. Like, do we have to add a Slack bot? I think I, I think you do because then you can better prank your coworkers. Because if they ever leave their See, desk to go to Skittles or whatever, you can just hop in their computer and say, you know, at comfy lower temperature to two, and then walk away, and they will have sent the command, and then everyone will hate them in the office. It's brilliant. It's a yeah. nefarious plan. That is a lot. I don't know. If so suggesting this. So to touch, <laughs> what happened to Comfy? So they were acquired by. Siemens and basically they are keep they have some other some they have some big customers I saw Microsoft Intel and Salesforce wow. and they're going to continue keeping those customers and operating independently 
Um, it's the third company that Siemens has acquired in the past couple months. And it's kind of, you can kind of see that they're trying to become more digital, become more smart tech. And it's interesting. And uh, they're going to beef up their Oakland team after this deal goes through. Yeah. So they're actually being, they're being bought and then invested into, not bought and then kind of disassembled and sold off. Oh, Which and is they're, awesome. an, they're an Oakland startup. Apparently, they're going to um, beef up their Oakland team, and they currently have about 50 people. Yeah. Which wow. is pretty impressive. Yeah. I, I like to hear about Oakland startups. There's so many SF companies we talk about and not enough out of Oakland. Yeah. And if Uh-oh. you hear that it, in the background, that is Ramona the Love Terrier, the aforementioned doggo. I think um, we need to download the Fuzzy app oh right now and That's what's, see what's going on with it. No, it's not perfect. That was topical okay. vomiting from the dog. That was good job, Ramona, for keeping it cogent. Um, no, this this is a really cool thing, and I just like to see acquisitions of companies because it shows there's liquidity left in the market for startups, and that is good for all of our friends who work in tech. And and it's interesting that the exits are not all like Facebook, Google, Apple. No, like for there, sure. There are there are other companies that are willing and eager to buy startups and keep is, keep like the integrity of the original startup as well. Yeah, that's, you know, it's really, like, obviously, you know, a company like Siemens has a, you know, very different culture, German industrial giant, a bunch of processes. Um, they, you know, they probably do not want to impose all of that on on Comfy. But if they can give Comfy some resources and access to access to customers, I think that is a critical thing mm-hmm. that um, that a startup really needs from a big corporate acquirer like right. Siemens. Yeah, and they have infinite resources. I mean, compared to a startup, a big conglomerate has effectively endless runway. And so if you're a young company that used to kind of work and set up a small budget, it must be like candy land if you get the right investment from your new corporate parent. The spokesperson described Siemens as the granddaddy of all building tech. Wow. Yeah, it's a big name, big, big nickname. Well, then uh, we have one startup left. We have and one startup left. Should I let Alex of, introduce it? I think we should. I don't. I don't understand why I have been made into the uh, the avatar for this brand <laughs> that I've only recently heard of, but it's called Hims. Hims. And per our notes, it that's is a, that's H I M S, not H Y M N S. Yes, not the things you mm. pretend to sing. This is the the, the Hims and the men. This is Hims, exactly. a manly brand for men. Wow. Uh, according to my notes, it's a men's wellness brand that Owen has allegedly seen a sign for in 24-Hour Fitness, which I can confirm as another 24-Hour Fitness member. Uh, and they're in the news because they've raised a $50 million Series B uh, led by IVP, which is a very well-known uh, late-stage fund. I, IVP invested in Snapchat, right? Um, there's two. There's institutional venture partners and Insight venture partners. I presume this is institutional. That probably was Insight because Insight does a bit more early-stage stuff. Uh. And, and again, we'll fact-check that. You gotta keep, you gotta keep your VCs straight. Yeah, around. they all have just such generic names. But I names. do. I, I I have seen IVP kind of follow this pattern of like big round in a um, in a startup that has lots of buzzy supporters. Like these guys have Founders Fund mm-hmm. and a lot of you know eight VC. You know these are very insidery kind of boutique names in the startup world, but they kind of give the stamp of approval early on, and then the big guys like IVP come in with a Well, I mean, a, a $15 million Series B. Series B is even large by 2018 standards. So when you walk in and buy that much of a company, either their valuation has gotten very high on the merits of the business, or you're buying a big chunk of the equity. Uh, I don't know the valuation in this case, but I mean, certainly with $50 million in cash, they were already advertising in our gym, and yeah. um, they're probably doing pretty well. Well, so and, we'll- and they're, but they're probably looking at a big marketing spend ahead. Now, men's wellness, can we define this a little more? You may. It is minoxidil, aka, you know, which is the generic term for Rogaine. It's 
multivitamins. It is stuff that they advertise on Instagram with an eggplant emoji. And that's about all I want to say about that. According to the spokesperson, their most high in demand products are sexual wellness products and hair loss products. So you're right. People are demanding that the most. So, so the thing is for, you know, for my generation, Gen X, the way these products were generally advertised is late night cable TV when the TV advertising rates were really super cheap. And you would have an ad that sounds like this and <laughs> says, hey, fellows, would you like to buy some Maxadrill to please the ladies? And li- that's literally like what these ads And sound now like, like what, what, what hymns looks like, at least, is they're trying, to, they're trying to make it more cool to like preventative measures. Oh, yeah. Their Instagram channel is on fleek. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I mean, it's a nice like minimalist name. Like you wouldn't be weirded out by like being like, yeah, I support hymns. Right. If you like if you see a hymns, you know, multivitamin pack in uh you know in your friend's gym bag you would not be like oh i see you know i see what's up yeah exactly you're kind of like okay and you know i think the fact that they're doing like vitamins too is kind of is trying to put a veneer of like respectability on it but you know their instagram is kind of jokey and and fun and like you know it's it's done with a wink and a nod yes which is not the way this stuff has traditionally been sold but they also do skincare stuff so it isn't just two things but it's, it's, yeah it's and pretty... i think like spreading the brand widely is smart because it makes the the stuff that the stuff that they make money on like sexual wellness again more respectable yeah, for sure. easier to buy I, I bet the multivitamin margins aren't quite as good but i bet they're still just fine i mean the business makes a lot of sense because whatever you buy from them you're probably going to buy again so it has a recurring element to the revenues, which everyone likes to see from a current venture perspective. Because SaaS product is essentially yeah, where Natasha, is this goods. sold as a subscription service? Did you dig into exactly how uh, how they're selling, or is it one-off e-commerce sales? They, I believe that I don't have the exact numbers on that, but I do know that there is like a very specific process. So I, so you can basically complete a digital assessment, and then you're connected to a Hims doctor through a portal. I'm guessing if you're gonna go that far, you're gonna come back because like seriously, a Hims doctor, like an MD. It said Hims doctor. Well, the website mm. does list a a hair care kit for forty four dollars a month. So there is a, a recurring component to it at a minimum. I don't know if it's also single sale, but the point is, if you sell a high margin good on a recurring basis, that's what we call a nice business. Yeah, I mean vitamins, minoxidil, skincare. All you know the the common thread here is you don't need all of this stuff just once. It's not right. a one off sale, and I think that's what investors really like is recurring revenue. But this is this is like some of my personal beef about all this. Like I'm, I'm on the website right now looking at this, the complete hair kit, and it has four different products, like vitamins, medoc- minoxidil, some sort of shampoo, and something called finasteride. You can tell that I'm a doctor. <laughs> um, and it's all about hair loss. And I think there's this, there's this huge complex of shame in our society about men not having hair. And I think Donald Trump really embodies what happens when men get insecure about their hair. And Whoa. a few years ago... This took a turn. I <laughs> know, I was uh, not no, expecting that name I, drop. I, I, I'm on my pedestal. <laughs> uh, and while I'm soapboxing, I shall talk. So my, I realized my... I'm going bald like the middle bit of my head. And I realized this three or four years ago. And my first thought was to freak out. Oh, no. You know, I researched all this, like, Rogaine business. And I was like, or... Alternatively, I, I could just not care at all. And I just went for option B. Um, so as much as I respect people that are trying to, to, to work on this stuff, just know the options out there to just not care about your hair. And if anyone doesn't like you because you have less hair, they're probably not a very good person. That's my take. 
There we go. I think we should just close it out on that. Yeah, that I don't know how to top that. Take, <laughs> take that, Hymns. No, I, are... Hymns is great. Hymns is great. <laughs> I just like, you don't have to worry about it. Well, actually, I have, an, I have a, an ending comment was that the spokesperson told me that they're going to use this round to expand into more products. So if you don't care about your hair loss, Hymns might have something for you. They also have vitamins, so have fun. Great. All right. Well, you know, I think that I think that today we've learned how to be a better a better office mate, pet comfy, owner. a better pet owner, and a better man. <laughs> or a better hair loser in my case. A better hair loser. <laughs> be the best hair loser you can be. And on that note, we'll be back next week. Have a good one, guys. All right. Thank you for listening to Startups of the Week. Read more startups coverage at sfchronicle.com. And crunchbase.news. I'm Natasha Mascarenas. I'm Alex Wilhelm. And I'm Owen Thomas. And this is Startups of the Week. There was a lot of room for inappropriateness in this podcast. That was great. Oh, it was perfect. I'm just going to do it again.